Welcome to the Eberwine for President. In another of the Connect the Dots series episodes, we're going to talk today about artificial intelligence and the government's recent actions concerning artificial intelligence. And as usual, it's a reaction instead of being proactive. So as we've seen so often, the government officials, they have to see how they can benefit from something before they actually take a stance. And this is no different. Uh, in fact, we had uh, the most recent president say that, uh, declare that we're gonna see more changes in technology in the next 10 years than we saw in the last 50 years. Did, did we really need to be told that? I mean, look around you. Of course, we're gonna see more change in the next 10 years. It's an exponential function. And therein lies the danger with AI. So I'm going to read a little bit of this article, and uh, I'm going to walk you through what I think is what they're trying to accomplish here. It's a common theme, and pretty soon, hopefully, you'll start to look at all these news articles from this perspective, that there's somebody benefiting in government for their dealings with different technologies or with business. Calling the rapid growth of artificial intelligence tools a moment of revolution, the Senate Majority Leader said Wednesday that the government must act quickly to regulate companies that are developing it. Oh, really? Act quickly. Act quickly now, I guess. So, and, and the fellow, the Senate Majority Leader, you, you, you know who he is by now. He's this guy that's been there as a senator and a representative for decades, um, a guy that needs to go along with the rest of them. The New York Democrat said he is working on what he calls exceedingly ambitious bipartisan legislation to maximize the technology's benefits and mitigate significant risks. Well, let's, uh, let's connect a couple of dots here. So if the government starts to take a position that they're going to come in and regulate big business and big business comes back and says, oh my goodness, this government regulation, it's just going to slow things down. It's going to hurt profits. We're going to, uh, we're going to see a, a drop in, in sales. We're going to see a drop in profit and, and naturally the stock prices go down. So the stock prices drop and uh, your parents and your grandparents' IRA funds, they, they drop in value. Meanwhile, those senators and representatives and their family members, they pick up a few hundred, a few thousand of those shares of that stock. And the, the stock for that company tends to hover at a low point for a while. And then the government comes in, they announce that they've made a breakthrough with big business and they've found a path forward that's going to protect Americans. It's going to make sure that the world's a better place to live in. And of course, the stock price jumps. And uh, the next thing you know, the quid pro quo that goes on every day between these businesses and these government officials has been satisfied. No one conspired. It's just something they do. It's just a matter of doing business. So we'll go back to this article for a second. While Schumer did not lay out details of such legislation, he offered some key goals. Protect U.S. elections from AI-generated misinformation or interference. 
Misinformation from AI. Well, that's interesting. You mean misinformation generated by AI because of the inputs from corrupt officials and corrupt business leaders. You don't possibly mean that artificial intelligence could give us misinformation, could give us anything other than data that benefits America. Oh, are we being told that somehow AI could do this on its own? Well, if so, we need to pull the plug on AI development immediately. Because if it can do that, if it can interfere with an election, then look what it can do with life on Earth. We have our business leaders, large corporations, their leadership, elected officials, their leadership, their mouthpieces, their spokespersons, and of course they themselves, telling us that they're going to rein in artificial intelligence, that it's only going to benefit us. When has government ever done anything that ended up benefiting society? The only people that benefit are the large corporations and the political process and the the people that are elected to our public office that have been taken over and willingly, willingly to accept that money to pass laws that are injurious to our nation's future. Schumer's declaration of urgency comes weeks after scientists and tech industry leaders, including high-level executives at Microsoft and Google, issued a warning about the perils that artificial intelligence could pose to humankind. Well, I wonder what kind of perils those could be. Mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other society societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. Well, I would say that the AI coupled with nuclear arms is our biggest threat. It's actually our largest threat. Our biggest threat or our most pressing threat is our political process right now and these bozos that we have in office and the very few choices that we have. And oftentimes it's just, I'm not going to vote for him because I don't like him, so I'm going to vote for this guy. And it has nothing to do with long-term planning. Folks, (laughs) we are in such deep, deep trouble with the leadership that we have. You have to follow the money. And again, going back to Biden's 87,000 IRS agents, we need those agents to comb through Washington to find out just exactly where all that money has gone. And if you elect me as president, that's what I'll do. I'll make sure that happens. But I can't do it alone. This is a process. We need to take some specific actions. We need to come up with specific laws prior to the next election that you force that elected official to swear under oath that they're going to vote for. We are no longer going to allow these people to run our country via the whims and the will of big business. We need to take back our country and we need to do it now. This next election, we've got 15, 16 months. We have got to put in place a system for voting these people out. Nothing will ever change. 
deep down you know it. Deep down you know that whether it's a Republican or a Democrat that is elected to office, that this quagmire that they've created, that we've allowed to happen, nothing will ever change. We have got to act quickly. Please tune in to other podcasts in the Connect the Dot series and also look at some of the podcasts for the answers to how to move forward with these businesses, with these large businesses. They are not our friends. They never have been. If you look throughout history, all of these actions, what they've done to the, to the people that have spoken out against work conditions, against pay, they have come after us. The, the unions that were formed, it's been a battle for decades now. It's, and, and often the, the corruption goes to the top of the unions. So there, there's no real protection for you and I other than voting people into office that are under sworn declarations to pass laws that we want passed prior to them getting into office. Now, I've heard the argument that once elected, even if they swear a written oath that they're going to pass a law, that they come in and they say, oh, now that I'm in office, I, my eyes are open and I could no longer in good conscience vote for this piece of legislation. Well, I want to remind you that anybody that's put under oath, whether it's at a grand jury or a pettit, trial, pettit jury, a, a jury trial, or under a deposition or an arbitration, that you don't get to swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and then a few questions in decide, you know, I just don't like that line of questioning. I think I'm going to start lying because I don't like it. You'll be charged with perjury. Every one of you knows that you absolutely can't do that and you won't get away with it, and that's the position that we need to take with our government officials. We have them swear that they will vote for specific legislation prior to getting in office. And folks, we can take out the entire House of Representatives this next election and replace them, replace every single member, or replace most of the members and some of them that are still in their first term that swear that they will pass laws that benefit Americans, they can serve out another term. But we can replace all of them. If they don't want to play ball, we'll get rid of them. The same thing with the third of the Senate and the presidency. We have got to immediately take action to vote these people out. They are the head of the snake for large corporations. Corporations have completely destroyed the American dream. They're now into buying homes to make sure that we have rental properties for most of America. Again, how much can you afford? You know, we'll, we'll get as much rent out of you as we can afford. Corporate America has seen the value in buying and selling houses, so they've taken the American dream now, and they've now hijacked that with the corporate world. Folks, we're in big trouble. And we can fix this, but not if you're sitting on your sofa doing nothing. Not if you think that it's more important that you vote for the guy on the other side of the, or on your side of the political aisle instead of the other guy or instead of a newcomer just because 
And I want to remind you that if you were a Republican and you decide that you don't want to be a Republican anymore, that you were fooled and you want to switch parties to a third party, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're a Democrat that now is starting to understand that these social programs, they're not for you. They're for corporate America. Those people up there in Washington do not care one bit about you. Try calling up there, try writing, try getting a response, try getting some time with your elected official once they're in there. You don't get it, but I guarantee you, the head of Microsoft or Google or Facebook or AT&T or Verizon or Spectrum or GM, you name the large corporations, they get FaceTime. They get plenty of time in front of those elected officials because that's where the money flows. That's, that's how these elected officials become ultra wealthy. It's that relationship. You mean nothing to them. And under the guise of helping you, these social programs flow from every facet, every corner of Washington and these state governments. But again, it's nothing to do with you. It's enriching business so business can enrich those elected officials. Folks, get focused and stay focused.